gentlemen, welcome back to the Northern Beaches number one podcast. You're listening to The Whip. My name's Zach, here again with, of course, my brilliant co-host, Elliot. Sure. And today we've gone on a massive journey, a long quest, and we've arrived and found ourselves in Cronulla at our good friend Brenton's humble abode. Brenton Parks, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. What do you think of Cronulla, by the way? It's a, uh, how much... uh how, how close are you? Like, do you and Cronulla go for dinner a lot or you don't, you're indifferent? We're, I've just bought Cronulla lingerie on Tuesday, so we're ready to go. <laughs> this is a I sexy won't. place. So it's been great. I yes. Yeah, yeah it's been, <laughs> I honestly, like this place deserves, this place should just, should get an award. Oh, uh, thank you. No, I'll yeah. tell my wife. Yeah. yeah. We, um, oh, yeah. is she indifferent? Is your wife indifferent? No, she loves it. I have no idea what she's done. She's kind of just furnished the whole place. I didn't do anything. Yeah. It Actually, looks good. I is. love the vibe. It reminds me of like how people would furnish a house if they were selling it. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. but Manly's still better than Cronulla if, we, if we're getting down to the nitty gritty. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Okay. Let's get on to it. <laughs> <laughs> so Brenton, we met quite a few years ago at C3 Oxford Falls where we were, um, you came with Pastor James Murray. We were doing mm-hmm. a youth thing. And then since then, you've gone on to do a lot of things. You've been on... Big Brother, launched a few businesses, you're running your DJ Platinum Services. But who is Brenton Parks? Wow, what an intro. Uh, look, I'm just a bloke from Cronulla. Um, I've definitely launched a few businesses. I'm just trying to think when that, because that was a few years ago. Um, I think prior to, prior to us meeting, I launched many businesses. Oh, even more before that? Yeah, but they, were all, they all failed. Like they all just kind of imploded. Um, it's only recently finally finding a bit of success with, um, you know, the massage gun, obviously the DJ services, things are kicking off. And I've actually found, because you might be thinking, why now? Why are they succeeding now? I think it's because I'm not corrupt. I don't take advantage of people anymore. Serious, there was some bad, uh, there was some, what are the, what's the age demographic The vending machine? Yeah, uh, the fit, oh mate, there was some, yeah, the vending machine. But there <laughs> was like, there was a, you know, speaking of sharks and, and manly, like I used to work at shop yeah. on the, um, it's, I shouldn't say this, but like, you know, I was serving drinks and again, this is before Christ and uh, came into my life. And, uh, I was. I used to serve drinks on this this balcony to all these, and all these um, charities would come up with buckets and come up to all the um, you know the guests and say, "Hey, this is for you know breast cancer. This is for you know the children of etc." And um, I was like, "Man, these guys are literally making thousands of dollars per game. Like, I could do that. I didn't have connections with people with you know illnesses or you know kids with this, but you know I had a fund of I wanted to get heaps of my Christmas presents." So I would literally, this is so bad, but I would walk around trying to get money for my own charity, which was me. <laughs> it was so bad. I was like, I didn't have conviction back then. Yeah. Like this is, I'd made, not- you, were, you were the red bucket. Yeah, <laughs> literally I was walking around like, oh, it was bad. It's like, it's like, it's like a GoFundMe. Yeah, yeah, for me. Yeah. Go find me. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, what do we got? Literally. I feel like that's always been everyone's dream when they see the red bucket people walk around like, imagine yeah. if I just did it myself. Yeah, literally. Did, did you make up an illness for yourself or? I think at the start I was trying to be, you know, funny and have little, um, I was saying like, for, so for my soccer um, club could, um, we needed, a, you know, new balls and new, you know, we, we, no, we didn't have any money. We wanted to play. We were playing on the dirt, on the asphalt. I was doing all this and then I was like, look, it's just, I just need money. Like, you know, I'm going for a hard time. People would actually, because they're drunk, they just give you 10 bucks, 20 yeah. bucks here and there. I mean, yeah, imagine. confidence is key. But um, yeah, it's definitely conviction now. I can't do any of that. I was, <laughs> bro, I had to repent. So, like, anyway, many stories of that, which we don't have to talk about today. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to, but um, <laughs> we won't get into it. Yeah. Um, and so now you've said the businesses tend to be flourishing because you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, what does what? Which ones are flourishing? How does what does that look like? Yeah. Uh, so uh, we've got a couple. Of, we've got um, I got a service business and a product business. The product we've got a board game. Uh, I've got a massage gun. Um, and then the services, we've got the DJ services. So obviously, you know, when I saw you last as DJ in a wedding, um, we do a bunch of those all over Sydney. Um, it's kicking off in Melbourne now, which is good. Oh, oh nice. congratulations. Yeah, well done. Nah, thank you. But, um, hey, the, the DJs in Melbourne charge me a fortune. I don't know what's going on down there, but they, uh, they take me for a ride, I swear. Yeah. Is that, that's probably because they've got twice a nightlife we do here, right? Yeah, there's not much going on here in Sydney. Nah, not anymore. Not in terms anymore. of clubs, is it clubs down there or is it more events or uh, a bit of both? Everything. They've everything, got clubs, yeah. they're doing weddings. I mean, what do we got here? There's, 
I don't know. There's like a the, c- the city in that city. Yeah. Our, our, city, wedding or two. our city compared. Oh, you were just there. Our city compared to Melbourne is like nightlife wise. Yeah, absolutely nothing. So there's nothing. We got a couple of pubs and what a news agent. Like yeah. it's not really. We don't really have anything. But we have the NRL, and that's something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not that I want to do much, no. mate. But and then you're also an actor as well. So you've just launched your own YouTube series where you're trying to get on Netflix. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what? I was actually, because um, I was on, t- you boys don't have TikTok, do you? Oh, we do. Yeah, yeah. I'm ashamed to say I do. Uh, it's disgusting. <laughs> Get caught in a few holes. Oh, it's, it's a vortex. It's, it's disgusting. A, it's a hangover cure. That's what I, I call it. I love it so much. But um, now I was, I was scrolling on TikTok one day and I don't know if you saw this. It was this, this young kid in America. Um, he was trying to turn a penny into a house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen stuff like that. There's lots that of those done. ones coming yeah. on, yeah. But it just, like, it inspired me because I've always wanted to create my own content, especially because, like, in the acting world, it's extremely inconsistent. If you're not a big name, you know what I mean? Like, people aren't reaching out you to you. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's hard. It's tough work. You yeah. know, especially here in Australia right now. So I wanted to create my own show. But then it's, like, not just for YouTube or not just for, you know, my social media. Like, for actually go for the big dog. Like, go for Netflix. Mm. And I was inspired by this kid on TikTok because he's, like, I'm going to turn this penny into a house. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's a, like, how are you going to... I watched... Man, he had like 20 episodes. He ended up getting the house by the end of it, but he essentially wanted to turn this penny into a stick of gum. Turn the stick of gum into a Macca's toy. Macca's toy into whatever. whatever. And it, it, it kept accumulating more value. He ended up getting like a jet ski, jet ski into a boat, and it kept going more and more. And, then, you know, he wanted to give the house to a girl of need. And it was a sweet story in the end. But he actually did it. And he did it because of the power of social media. Mm. These videos online on TikTok were blowing up and people were like, man, I want to I want to see this kid's dream come true. Some people were like, I want to help him out. People were donating, you know, a boat or whatever because they're like, I want this thing to... to, to Kick fly. off, yeah, for sure. So in the same way, I've done this thing where I'm like, all right, let's see if we can get a YouTube comedy series on Netflix, Netflix Australia. So like, we'll see how we go. So we've literally put it all out there. They're all out there in the world now and I'm just relying on prayer and the power of social media for this thing to blow up. There's Shout out to our mutual friend, Elijah, that started us off yeah. here as well. Come on, Elijah. He's, he's actually our uh, outro song, his music. Yeah, oh, he's <laughs> actually... He's Him singing? Or? Yeah, yeah, he used to, he used he's to rap. Actually, he's wow. actually an amazing singer, yeah. but really? then he got sick of doing like all the folk like guitar stuff, which he's an absolute weapon at, and started rapping. No way. That is. Um, but just speaking on that show, yeah, I yeah. think there was a... And this was, I'm talking like I was in year 10 or something and I stumbled across, and this will give you a lot of confidence, I stumbled across this Facebook thing and it started as four of them and they would mimic working in a retail store in New Zealand. I think it was New Zealand. And now I saw, I think it was 2022, their show is actually on Amazon Prime and they have a full cast and everything. I'll have to try to get the name for you. But yeah, they start off four of them. I think it's New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah, and they were just so... Yeah, and like same kind of thing. They just started yeah. off. They wanted to make their own content, and they just basically caught uh, a storm in terms of like opportunistic. So yeah. when COVID happened and everyone was stealing toilet paper, yeah. and then they did that, and then they had a video that blew up from there of Seriously. like, yeah. So it's just Mate, a, like TikTok in itself. Like you know, there is dancers, magicians. Like there is people that are like, you know, Beth was watching the Kardashians the other day, and it had like these TikTok stars in it in this like massive. You know, there's millions of people watching this and they've gone from TikTok to the Kardashians. That's not my end goal. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like the power of social media is yeah. crazy. So like why not ride the wave, try and 100%. you know, play the game, take advantage of it and see where yeah. we go. Where did the idea initially come from besides? So what actually made you want to take the leap and do it? Uh, the, yeah, the, the, the first kind of kick in the butt was like my acting career is very inconsistent. Um, you know, I got to do it sweet little movie last year and then I did like a, a guest appearance in a stand series but like you know two gigs oh, and there was another little part so it's like three little gigs in a whole year maybe that's more than some but for me it's like man you, it's I want to be doing it full time I got to get my face out there and um so there was the big kind of fire to go all right you know I can't just keep sitting around waiting for the phone to ring waiting for auditions I got to I got to create my own thing um, so I'd noticed on my social media during COVID that I was doing all these silly skits and, uh, they're blowing up online just with, um, 
you know, he. They were so good. I remember watching them in lockdown. Yeah, like, they were just stupid. Like again, I had the time. They were just stupid. It was my kind of humor, and it was just essentially two characters: a tradie and a wannabe entrepreneur. And uh, they were just, you know, butt heads, and he was just this crazy trying to take over the world. All this bad kind of minor vapes. Yeah, like, <laughs> minor vape. like I'm an entrepreneur. One of my favorite ones. Yeah, and I was like, far out. Like I could. Pro- I wonder if I could do a spin off of, of, of this. And um, so I guess that's what I, you know, chose. And to see the um, the fruit of it now, like people just laughing. And I said to someone the other day, look, my. F- kind of funny isn't going to be everyone's kind of funny. No, definitely. I get that. Like there's stuff on Netflix that people love and I'm yeah. like, this isn't funny. So I, I accept that. Like I'm just going to put my, what I think's funny out there and, you know, hopefully attract my, my crowd. Well, trust me, we've got enough TikTok comments to know that <laughs> humor is subjective. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cruel world. Who's the funny one out of you guys? Elliot's the funny one. Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> I think it depends on the situation. Like I think I would offend more people. For uh, sure, that kind of funny, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's funny to me. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. People you know, as long as you pain. know, as long as legality, you know, and no one yeah, goes yeah, home yeah. crying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, because I like getting the shit, the piss taken out of me. Yeah. Then, like, I like doing it back too. Yeah. So yeah. I think it depends on it. On, depends on what it is. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. like, so, like it makes my favorite comedian is Ricky Gervais. So there you go. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so very naughty. I like that stuff. <laughs> but yeah, but so I guess it does depend on the situation. But um. What have you found has been like your biggest, I guess, headache starting this off? Like, was there anything you didn't anticipate before the day you're in there? Like, with this for us, mm. I thought it was going to be a breeze. I was like, get up there, talk for half an hour, go home. And like you saw earlier, forgot a headphone jack. Like, yeah. so was there anything you kind of didn't anticipate before going in? Yeah. Well, the other thing why I am playing. Um, a lot of the characters in this is because I was getting sick of just waiting around for other people. Yeah. And that's all part of it. It's not to say that's that's a bad thing, but it's so freeing to just go, all right, I'm playing both characters in this scene. I don't have to wait on people, wait for makeup to be done, work around people's schedule. Again, all normal things, but it was just so cool to just do it in my own time. So um, in the same way, <laughs> you know, it got to a bit throughout the season where I'm like, all right, it's probably going to be boring if it's just me i need to invite other actors and get people involved so um i guess just the the headache of um you know as you guys know like just people pulling out being unreliable um people getting sick again just all normal stuff even um even um because i never had a budget for this thing Oh, trying yeah. to rely on <laughs> oh yeah right <laughs> trying to rely on people to you know how much can you push people like, to, can um, you help me for this one? Yeah. yeah. Like I had this one woman, um, she was so good. And I was like, I've got to get her back for another episode. And calling her, she's not from my area. So I call her up and say, hey, you were so good. You're sweet to do it, like jump in and for another day. She's like, yeah, I guess. And then there was another day. I'm like, come on, one more day, one more day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, how far can you, you know, um, drag the favours? So it was just challenges like that. Um, you know, again, like even starting out, like because we've never done, we've never done this before. Like I know you guys could relate. You know, we were doing these scenes at the front door here, and you've got cars driving past. You've got terrible lighting right there in that exit. We didn't think about this stuff because I'm thinking about the writing and the acting. My mate who's filming is just thinking about pressing record. Like you know what I mean? We're not thinking about. So then we send it to our mate Elijah to edit it. He's yeah. Like, the audio's... T- I can't even see one of you. Yeah. Like, oh, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. we don't want to like refill. Yeah. So you're sweet to just like make that work. He's yeah. like, what the heck? Yeah. So by the end of it, you see the production quality is hectic like on that last episode. So far, you just... You learn so quick on the go. The funniest one with our was when we went to Parliament House. We were taking photos for like to prom- promote the podcast and stuff. Remember those guys walking past? Like we're mid-filming for like a Manscaped thing and they're like what are you guys filming? And we're like, oh, it's for a podcast. They were like, what's it called? And we are like, The Whip. And he was like, oh. And I just kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, fair enough. Fair uh, enough. But yeah, no, it's, um, I definitely didn't anticipate, like even for this, like having to get everything right just, just sucks, mm. essentially. And, and how do you fit it all in? So you're running the multiple businesses and you were shooting the side thing and you're a dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's no, right. I was plenty, plenty of times I left my kid in the car or at the park, but um, just window cracked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I actually locked him in the car twice recently. It was so, but like, I got my car's a bit old, so it's not like it doesn't have the button on the, the handle. So if I leave the keys, because I always leave my keys in the car, I shouldn't say that. 
I do. And, um, and if I leave them in- plate? Save yeah. this address. Save this address. Yeah. <laughs> if I leave it in the car and then as I'm getting out, I don't know why I do this often, but I accidentally click the lock button and then jump out, shut the door. And I'm like, now I'm going to get my son out of the back seat and everything's locked. I'm like, you're kidding. Like it's so, We were down the coast la- literally last week, hot day. Luckily, I parked in the shade. I, I did that. Like, I locked him in. I'm just like, my wife's stressing out. And we're, like, at Lake Conjola. There's no, like, NRMA, like, around the corner. We're yeah. just, like, so one of my mates, I like, got a coat hanger. We got, like, a fishing hook and, like, you know, zip-tied a thing. And we're trying to, like, wedge open with the door, stop at the door a little bit to, like... it was. And I'm trying to tell my son, like, it's all, grab the handle. And I'm. <laughs> he's not even two, so he's yeah. like, what are you talking about? I'm hot. And I'm like, it was so bad. Yeah, he passed out. But um, no, I'm joking. We got him out. It was he's, sweet. He's was dead. Yeah, yeah, no, he's all right. He's all right. He still resents me, I, but he's sweet. So I guess uh, Beth, your Beth, full partner, yeah, yeah. Um, can you I, – I listened to it, the story of how you two met and how you thought she may or may not have been an elderly lady. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. she just hit me up on Instagram. She, I go to church here in, um, in Cronulla, California, and she, <laughs> she, she's from Canberra. Glorious Canberra. And uh, she just, she saw her go to church here. She was up here for the Raiders grand final a couple of years back. And um, she messed, DM'd me and she's like, hey, I saw you go to church. Can I join you? And I remember saying to my housemate at the time, I was like, because like it was in, you know, there's like DMs, but then there's like um, requests. So this is request. Now the yeah. thing about where we differ is, yeah. you look at yourself in the mirror. We look at ourselves. We're the ones going into the dams, not getting them. Uh, <laughs> so okay. we're not the ones getting them. So. Yeah, I can, I can, so, s- I can so see that. So yeah. whilst I would love to know what you're talking about, <laughs> as a trusted friend and colleague, I can't say I do. Yeah, no, I haven't. I've blocked you, so I haven't seen yeah, no, your messages enough. yet. But um, I'm good at fake accounts. Yeah, <laughs> great. That you. So you know, she. I don't usually like because it's just people trying to say like they're all scammed but she said as soon as she said can i come to church with you i was like oh this is awesome i clicked on a page and like i don't mean to sound superficial but like she had like you know 80 followers or 100 like and then it was on private her like it just looked like a bot yeah you know what i mean so i was like this isn't a real and in her little because you can see her little circle picture you can't zoom in but it looks like a grandma because she had big sunny she was a bit small in a distant and i said to my housemate i was like this little grandma wants to, like, how cute is this? Like, get coffee before church. I was like, should I go? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I was like, yeah, I'll go get coffee with her. Like, come on, she can come to church. Like, yeah, whatever. So I replied, I was like, yep, this is the um, church address. I'll meet you, you know, an hour before the service at the coffee shop across the road. So the morning of, go to the coffee shop, stand in there. I was a little bit early and I'm looking around like, you know, she, grandma's not actually there. There was like a um, couple there. There's a, you know, gym fitness group. There's a young, you know, cute girl over there and I'm standing there and I just hear Brenton. It's like, so Brenton, young, cute girl. I'm like, hey, how's it going? She's like, I'm Beth. I'm like, no. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like wheelchair. Like she's yeah. this like, she was looking smoking, leather jacket, blonde bob. I was like, man, I was sat down. I told her to her face. I'm like, I thought you were a grandma. She's like, what? I'm like, no, I thought you, before we met, like, yeah, you don't, yeah. you look good now. <laughs> and um, far out. We went to the service. I said to all my mates, I'm like, I'm going to marry this chick. Oh. So I wasn't looking to get married, but I was like, she was honestly, you know, when you know, you know, like honestly, she, and by the way, yeah, we ended up getting married, which, yeah, was, yeah, that's which good. was good. But um, I'm really yeah. happy you didn't say, and then I met my wife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I saw the Brewster and I was like, damn, <laughs> no. Yeah, it was um, it was crazy, man. But like, honestly, when you know, you know. Like, you know, maybe, I guess that's not the case with with everyone. But like, st- uh, three months later, I proposed. Six months later, we we're married. Nine months later, we had a baby. Two weeks later, locked him in the car. So, <laughs> <laughs> three months divorce for killing the child. <laughs> um, so you do obviously have a beautiful baby. Um, how? F- What's worse, running all your... No, not worse, actually. <laughs> What's worse, t- trying bad. to keep a child alive or... Choice, choice of words. You should have seen my grandma's funeral. Um, oh what's, what, what's harder, running all the businesses, all the years of grinding, or the first two years of being a dad? Oh, mate, because that's the thing. Like, when you have... and you, 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 I guess you hear this or you, it makes sense, but once you start having, you know, family, like a kid and stuff, you kind of realise what's important. And all this, um, all this superficial stuff of like running a business and trying to you know, take over the world or, or make all this money, it's fun. Like obviously you can use it for good, but you can't take any of this to heaven. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 
once you have a baby and you see someone that just like relies on you, laughs at you, loves you, like, you know, last night he woke up and he like came into bed with us, which I hate, but he was just like, he wouldn't go to sleep and he started like kissing us on the cheek. Which like, he's not like heaps affectionate. So I was just like, I'm 3 a.m. so tired. He was like kissing us on the cheek. He's like, mommy kiss, my daddy kiss. My. And I was like, oh, go to sleep or you're getting back in the car. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like the cutest moment. I was just like, stuff like this, like you just don't care about business. You just don't yeah, care about yeah. TV. I love it, but yeah. like this is the stuff that's real. Of course. This is the stuff that matters. Is it just like a, um, just like a huge, because I like can't even imagine someone who like, kind of looks like, I mean, I hope it looks like my girlfriend, geez Louise, but, <laughs> but like someone who looks like just up staring at you, like what was like the initial, you know, couple months when you've got the child and you're just like yeah. trying to like, pro- cause you're not, you know, a super older guy, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like if you don't mind me asking, like, what is your age? 16. Now? 16, sweet. Yeah. That's why you're on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. 27. I'm so, almost yeah, so, 28. So you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I'm like, I'm 25. And I, I'm still figuring my shit out. And you were fucking. Oh, sorry for swearing. You were my age when I um when you had the kid. So like, yeah. I, I guess like how did it just? I guess how much faith do you have in God, and then yeah. also how much did you just have to figure out and get your stuff together quickly? Yeah, my my biggest thing is like, yeah, people think, oh, if we get married, then it'll all start to work out. You know, I've got I've got mates that are boyfriend girlfriend. They're like, you know, maybe I'll just propose, and it'll just. It's like that's not the case. Like. If anything, marriage highlights everything. It highlights who you are, what you like. Um, and then kids is just that next level, as you can imagine. So I would say to anyone, like, make sure, like, you're never going to be figured out. You're never going to be perfect or where you want to, you know what I mean? But make sure you've got those foundations. So me as Christian, it's like, you know, everything I have, all my values are in God in the Bible. So it's like, for me, I'm like, I'm not going to go and like, I want to, I want to get my wife sorted. Like I want to, you know, we're going to get married. Like I'm not going to have kids earlier and then, you know, do all that. I get my wife sorted. Then we find out like who we are, who we are as a marriage. And then later on, we're going to try for children and stuff like that. So there's a lot of trust in God that he's designed it that way. So we're not just winging it. So when the baby pops out and you're like, oh shoot, I've never done this before. It's like, nah, like this is how we're designed. Um, I'm going to have faith. I'm going to put things into practice and then you get a really good wife that pretty much does everything for yeah, you. Yeah, sweet. But um, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know if that no, makes I get, sense. No, I get you for sure. Yeah. And then um, I guess if you because we listen to an old podcast and I won't get into too much because I want to be a bit different. But you didn't speak to your family for a while. I guess yeah. you weren't kind of super. You know, I don't know, like talking from perspective, but super happy. And you went back into your faith a lot more. Yeah. Can you? What do you think your life would have been like now if you hadn't? you know, done that acceptance because I'm not a religious person. So this is just me trying to figure these things out. So yeah. like what, I guess, how would your life be different? Well, I never, I never knew God. Like, you know, I grew up just watching The Simpsons seeing it's all, you know. So I never, it was, I've only been, you know, Christian for seven years. So um, yeah, I had a, a bit of a falling out with my family and um, I just essentially left for two years, like blocked them all and just wanted to, you know, run away, just do life without him. And um, I was offended. And, um, you know, it was only, you know, I, I was doing a movie and the, the director and um, writer, they were, they're Christian. And they're so cool. Like a footy fan, his name is Jason Stevens. He used to play for Cronulla, play for St. George. So he's like a real cool, like big dude. He's not like a nerdy kind of like, you know, your typical writer or like he's like a cool dude. And I wanted to get to know him. I had a lot of trust for him. And we finished the movie and he just saw me reading. I was just searching at the time. I was young and he saw me reading like a spiritual book just in the cafe. And he's like, oh, mate, you should come to church with us. And I was like, oh, yeah, one day, come down to your cult, whatever. <laughs> and, um, and sure enough, he texts me Saturday night. He's like, I'll pick you up at you know, eight. I'm like, all right, I'm going to church. And um, you know, I went down, man, and the, the coffee was good. The people were nice. Like everything was fine. There was no like... I left my wallet in the car because, you know, I've heard some dodgy stories. Like, <laughs> And that's a stupid thing, all these preconceived ideas about yeah, yeah, yeah. church. But, um, you know, everything was fine. But it wasn't until they started playing the worship music, music, all the singing. I remember standing there, people had their hands in the air and, you know, it was a dark space and cool light. Like, whatever. I was just observing. But it, I was kind of thinking like, man, I don't know who anyone is. I don't know what we're singing, who we're singing to. But I just like felt so peaceful in that moment. And I like, I just remember I started to tear up. And I'm like, 
the heck? Like, I'm not even, I had no idea, but I was like, you feel this like sensation of like, I didn't know what it was. I said to the pastor after, because he's like, what'd you think? I was like, yeah, yeah, you did great. But what was that feeling I got in the, in the music? And he's like, and he knew what I was talking about. He goes, it was the presence of God. I was like, what are you talking about? The presence of, you know, I can't see God. And he's like, it was the presence of God. I came back every Sunday, man. And just chasing that that feeling, which is silly, but that's that's just what oh, I was doing. Yeah. And um, you know, I just decided to go all in, man. I was like, I wanted to get rid of all these old ways, like because I was so unfigured out. Not that I, not that I'm figured out now or anything, but I had so much discontent, so much confusion, so much, and I was like sick of living like that. And you know, the thought of like this this higher power, this God that essentially created you, that wants to give you a plan and a purpose. I was like, I'll submit to that. I'll 100% surrender to that. Like, it's a no-brainer. And as soon as I did, because, bro, you see so many lukewarm Christians or people that, should I go all in, be inconsistent, whether it's church or whatever, they're still inconsistent in their life. But the people I've witnessed with my eyes go all in, their life has completely changed. Not to say their life's perfect, not to say bad things don't happen, but when the storms come, when the waves hit, they're peaceful. They're content. They have a purpose. They don't. They're not. They're not greedy. They have hope. They're like, do you know what I mean? Like you see this with your own eyes, and it's just like, I don't have to be convinced anymore. I see it every day. And I'm going to put my hand up. Ignorant, but do you think part of that is because they know they have someone to talk to that they don't? They're not putting their shit on. I guess kind of like a <laughs> ignorant, kind of like a therapist for them. Yeah, I. I t- yeah. I used to think the same thing. I used to think like, oh yeah, I, maybe that's why you're so peaceful because you you think there'll be a heaven after this and you think all these things. But when you start to like witness crazy stuff, like I prayed and I'm not saying this will happen to everyone. I pr- all I wanted to do is get on home and away for years. I know it's a weird specific, no. but that's just what I wanted. But like all More of a neighbor's guy, years, but you do. Sorry, you. Hear that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I remember praying. I first came to Christ and I remember praying like, I just want to get on home and away. I didn't even know what prayer was. I prayed that week. I landed a job on home and away, acting. Like I didn't even audition for it. I didn't even have an acting agent to get me in. Like it just landed on my plate four days later. You know, I've, last year there was a woman in our church with like immediate stage four um, cancer. I can't remember where. I've, I can't remember where. Stage four cancer. I remember getting up on the stage. We prayed as a congregation that this will leave her body. That Tuesday, she goes in for her, 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 all the stuff, radiation she had to get done. The doctor's like, it's gone on Tuesday. Miracles. Like crazy. So when you start to witness this stuff, because I know what you mean. Like I get it. Like I was a bit ignorant. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah it could it be ignorant a- as, as, you know. Yeah. Like, I totally get that. But once you, once you start experiencing stuff like that, you're like, nah, this is legit. Like this is like crazy. Like families being reunited. Like people like, mate, like. My, one of my best mates, like, they gave birth and um, the baby, a few weeks later, turned blue, stopped breathing. Yeah. Like, in the backseat of the car, they pulled over and they're like, like, he's going to die. He sent a text through to our men's group, and, like, pray now. Didn't even need to say, like, just pray. All the boys praying. They rushed to um, hospital. The hospital didn't have to do it. He just completely got healed and was, like, like, fully back. You know, my other mate, Josh, his wife was giving birth. It was like a code red. I don't know about, you know, in the, like when they give, I don't know what the things are. Code red, button gets pushed in the room. Doctors come screaming, flying in like, mate, we're going to, like something bad's going to happen. Same thing. It sounds like crazy that you get your phone out, but he texted the boys group, pray now. And we all knew that she was in labor because yeah. everyone praying completely. Blood blood stopped, everything just. So you see, you witness stuff like this and you're like, you can't it's be talking. Got to make out sense of it. it yeah. Essentially, like it's got to be something. Not yeah. necessarily make sense. You know sense what I mean? It. So it's like it's crazy. Is that like same as you? What do you mean? Like same kind of experience? Like you've just seen stuff and just gone? Yeah, exactly. And it's hard to like articulate it and explain to people sometimes what it's yeah. like. Me, but <laughs> but what did that presence feel like for you? That I first time, yeah. It was like it's one of those things. The thing is, because so the devil is the biggest counterfeit, you know, counterfeit, like counterfeit, like he, he rips off, right? So when people are like, because um, this, because I did 21 years without knowing God, I thought I knew what peace was. 
I've listened to every Jack Johnson album. I've been, <laughs> I've been super chill. You know, I was smoking, yeah. I was smoking cigars. I've been in hammocks. Like I knew Jack what peace Johnson, was. That's so good. <laughs> so it's like I knew what peace was. And when you get the peace of God, because Jesus calls himself, I'm the Prince of Peace. When you have the peace of God, you're like, you look back at the peace that you used to have and you're like, mate, that wasn't peace. I was just chilled out for 10 minutes. When you have that peace, that like, again, that like when storms hit, you're like, I don't care. I've got that. You know, the, the, um, the, the joy of the Lord. Like I thought of, mate, I've DJed some of the biggest, I've DJed, you know, this 10,000 person festival. Like the feeling when you're on stage and you're like, whoa, that electric, you know, people like, I thought I've experienced joy. When you experience the joy of the Lord, you come into a church service and people are praising God and you know the one that laid down his life for you is giving you a plan, a purpose and taking away the pain. Like that joy, you look back at the old joy and you're like, man, that was counterfeit. Yeah, nothing. You know what I mean? So I guess like to answer like that feeling, it's hard to explain unless you've- Felt it. Unless you've felt it. I can do my best to say, oh, the ultimate peace, the ultimate joy, the ultimate love. You can try and imagine that, but until you've tasted that, yeah, uh, I don't understand, but I get what yeah. you're saying. Being as involved as I was before, yeah. like I've not been reading the Bible as much, haven't been praying, haven't really been living the life. What I struggled was for me in my life is that I hadn't really seen people that were living the full Christian lives mm. and their lives to me didn't seem appealing at the end. So that the church that I was have been going to, everyone that is in church, everyone that loves God, they're all people that I'm like, I don't want that life. So it's been super nice seeing you and having this conversation today and seeing like, it's actually, you can live an awesome life as a Christian, which I've been really struggling to see. What would you, for you, what has been like, so you said you got that nice men's group. Like what would you say to someone that doesn't have that strong Christian role model in their life? Yeah. Well, like the thing is like, you know, no one's going to be like looking at the Bible or maybe you can, you know, help me answer this. No one looks at the Bible like, you know, Jesus trying to help people. People are trying to be generous. People are trying to heal. People are trying to give hope. There's so many good things. Like no one, people like all the time say, I don't believe what you believe. That's fine. But no one's ever said like, I don't like your values. Because like the values are good. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're they're good values. Like lay down your life for, you know, but like they're good values. But um, so you can you can like try and do um, I guess life without God. You can get your own men's group and you know talk about whatever your feelings and stuff. You can um, you can you can do all these things and it can be good, of course. Like people still live good lives without God, good life without God. But it's only until you actually like surrender to Him that it's like it goes next level. And I'm not sitting here from someone that's grown up with faith and, you know, I'm, I'm like, it's the only thing I've ever known. Mate, I did over 20 years without God. I've tried every, I looked into every religion. I've looked into every yoga pose. I've looked into <laughs> every bloody, I've worshipped all sorts of stuff. Worship myself, you know what I mean? Until you're like, you, you, you see your saviour and you're like, this is like a hectic way to live. Like, and then, like I said, you see life's change and you're like, I can't be talked out of this. Yeah, I guess... I don't know, like the perception of religion, I guess, for some people is like, I feel like you got a vibe as well. Like, for example, like you don't seem like a, like a super, like if I saw you walking down the street, I wouldn't assume that you're super, like, like no one would, you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't assume the same thing about you. So I guess you just got to try find people like Mm. your age who you can talk shit with and then. I don't know. This is a non-religious guy giving information, but <laughs> but like I guess that's one of those things. Like for me personally, like when we did religion at school, like it was if I was around people that weren't religious, like yeah. why would I? You know what I mean? It's so, it's a bit boring at school. Like yeah. maybe people have had Catholic church experiences. Yeah. Maybe people think that it's just going to be a bunch of Ned Flanders. Well, like, well, that's my grandma. So that was my religious experience. Yeah. yeah, she found out I got a tattoo and almost passed out. So oh. yeah, yeah, you get that. Like you look at, you know, Justin Bieber, like, you know, one of my favorite actors, Chris Pratt from Jurassic World. Like there's so many cool, not not, not that we should make it about being cool and stuff. No, no, but I get your point. Like Bieber's not, a good one. Uh, like Bieber's yeah, a good one. Bieber's like. got Kanye for a little bit. I don't know what he's doing <laughs> now. Oh, I still love him. But you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, it's not like, it's like down here. We had this protein shop. Like I, I went, there was a, they made the best protein smoothies ever. And they were running for like 10 years. And then, 
all of a sudden, everyone found out this guy was like, mate, taking advantage of girls, dealing drugs from the store, like doing all these like bad stuff. And he went to jail for like, I don't know, six years or something, or eight years. And it's like, if you, if I had based, you know, my protein, it's a, it sounds so silly, but if I'm no, like, no. I'm never going to go to a protein shop again, because he would tell me so much stuff about protein powder. Imagine if I'm like, nah, it was all a lie. I'm never yeah. going to have protein again. I'm never going to go to a shop again. Imagine if I was like that, but you can't base you off one experience. So people come to my church and they're like, oh yeah, but this happened at that church or this, or I've heard this in the media. It's like, well, that's like, I'm not going to say that's, you know, didn't happen. Like, sure, maybe something bad happened, but like, that's not, you can't put a blanket over all churches. 100%. Which is, that's what my point was. Like, ignorance yeah. is bliss. Like, my version of Christianity is my my darling grandma <laughs> yelling at me about Catholics and having tattoos. So, I you know. Yeah. I guess that's, yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, I've got some tats as well. Yeah, how does, oh, is that fly? Is that, is that allowed? I'm, yeah. I was yeah. like, ignorant. So oh, you got to forgive me. Yeah, you're gonna dude. have to forgive me. But um, that's cool. That's good to know. I, I guess I also like from my perspective as well. Haven't had that like, like WTF moment. You know, heard like, um, like a song because I, I actually my house actually backs onto a church. So yeah, it would be convenient, but unfortunately, I haven't found the faith yet. Yeah, yeah. Because it's funny, man. Like it says in the Book of Revelation that um Jesus is knocking doors of our heart so he's always trying to get our attention he's always trying to woo us but it's not until we open the door that he's going to come in and dine with us yeah so he's never going to barge himself or force his way into your life it's only until we were like you know what because it's, it's almost like the door handles on our side because he's not going to so it's almost like you invite him in you're like all right lord are you real you know what i mean it's not that we should i'm saying you should speak to him like that but seriously if you're at that point where you're like is this are you are you legit like is this real like i'm you know, I've seen it with some of my mates. They're like, what's going on? And God just shows up in crazy ways, different ways. So, yeah, try it, man. Maybe, maybe one day. I'm actually interested, you were saying like you, and this may be going back far, but you were saying you looked at all the other religions, every yoga pose. Yeah. Did, were there any uh, other religions you actually like, were seriously like, hmm, this is actually like, this could be, this yeah. could be in. And were you ever close to actually following like not close as in, but were you ever, you know, interested in learning more before you eventually um, yeah. found Christianity? Yeah, like I had like a little Buddha. I had um, my the the thing that I was really going hard in was um, uh, what's popular now is like um, universalism in a sense yeah. of like just new age spirituality. Stuff, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. So like you know the universe, manifestation, um, laws of attraction, the secret. I loved all that, and a reason why I loved it is because it's like. Because we make idols out of everything. We, we, we have a God, whether it's, you, you know, your cell phone's your God. Like, we have gods of, you know. So it's like, I liked that because that was a God I can control. There was no, like, because it was, you know what I mean? It was like, just manifest. It's all about you, 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 you. Like, don't lay, like, it's all about, you know, and it just manifest and it'll just happen. And that was cool because I'm like, yeah, sweet. That's just my thing. And whereas Jesus is like, nah, like, you need to, like, lay down your life for me as I did for you. You know what I mean? Take up your cross and carry it two miles. So it's like, that's where people are like, oh, that sounds like work. That sounds like it's not going to be about me. But there's no satisfaction when it's all about you. You know, you, you, you think about your Christmas. Like, did you give a present to someone in your family? Did you receive a present and then give a present? And like, when that feeling where you got to give the present was like, well, so special because you got to give rather than receive. Not to say that, you know, it's not nice to receive. But when you get to give, it's the best, bro. Yeah. It's so caught up in ourselves. Like, we're so selfish and... I don't know if that's... No, no, I agree. I just really suck at secrets. Uh, so I kind of revealed everything. <laughs> but no, I 100%, I 100% get what you're saying. Like, I yeah. like seeing the... I like, like, seeing the um, reaction you get when you've nailed it. Yeah, and you just like... And when people are shocked that you would think of that. Yeah. So I get what you're saying. That, like, it is a way better feeling than... The other thing is, like, if you line up all the different religions, all the different spiritualities, and you say, from a business, let's just say from a business point of view, you say, all right, let's just think selfishly for a second. What do you give me, all right? Because they might all all argue, we'll give you peace, we'll give you a great way to live, yada, yada, yada. But I'm talking about eternity because this life's short. You know, Peter in the Bible says this life is but a vapor like that. Mate, so quick. We don't know. There's 100,000 people die every single day in the world. We don't know if today's our last. So... We're talking about eternity because that's what's important. Eternity is forever. This life, you'll be lucky to get 80 years. You know what I mean? So it's like 
you line them all up. Here, you might come back as a cockroach if you're lucky. Here, you might go into paradise if you do X, Y, Z. A lot of these things are all workspace. Christianity is the only one that guarantees you eternal life in heaven. All you have to do is repent and follow him. There's no works. There's no like, oh, I hope I get... It's just, you just repent, believe that he's the son of God and follow him. Yeah. So it's like, as a businessman, I'm like, sweet, guaranteed in heaven. And if all this is fake, if all this is a waste of time, if all this isn't real... I've still lived the best Good life. Good life, which is the Good argument night. I f-, f with. Yeah. Try not to swear with guests on. I've got a bad mouth, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that's really yeah. well put. Yeah. That was, that's very well put. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good argument, actually. I feel like it's a no-brain. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm saying the doctor on something about something's happened to my rib. We've been talking about God. If it's something life-threatening and I pray and I survive, I will convert. Wow. On the table right there. <laughs> Come on. And, and I'll repent. But it has wow. to be life-threatening, or what if it's just fixed? Oh, well, then we'll see how we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess m- moving on, what, what's some of like your uh, interests? Um, you know, are you working on any cool new projects apart from the YouTube or the DJ business? Is there anything else you're kind of – you can give us a sneak peek into at in the, the moment? Works, um, in the work, yeah, workforce. Sorry, in the weirdest transition in the history of <laughs> podcasts. Yeah, but, speaking yeah. of eternity, what yeah. are you coming up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I oh look. There's a. I've, I've. I'm doing a show next. Oh, this year, 2024. Doing a show this year. It's a female-led. Um, you know, cast. Uh, I'm not sure if it will be with Netflix or Prime yet, but I'm the boyfriend of one of the leads. Um, it's going to be big. They got two. Um, I still can't say who the leads are. Big yeah. American actress, big UK actress. Okay. But um, you know, that's going to be a really big show this year, which will start filming. It's like a mini series, maybe ten episodes. Um, so that'll be cool. But like, again, like I'm just trying to get my show off the ground. Like 100%. biggest prayer is to get this on Netflix. So, you know, I was saying before, like I had this you know, awesome meeting on um, Christmas Eve with um, a production house. So who know Netflix. So Ooh. that's the goal here to, to get this up. I know it's funny. I know it's got legs. Let's just see if it's um, Netflix worthy. Is this networking or is this messaging? Because I was saying earlier, our DMs are like a 16-year-old on Tinder. Disgusting. Like, just constantly trying to reach out to people, not really getting replies. So, like, how do you, like, get in contact with these people? Is it all just networking through past experiences? Is it, you know, content out there, word of mouth? Like... Uh, I'd say it's got to be networking because I've personally, you know, reached out to people from uh, Netflix on Instagram and stuff. No one reads your messages, you know what I mean? Like DMs are so hard. Um, But yeah, just like you just start meeting people in the industry. Like that's always the best. When someone like, you know, say, hey, this guy, you should talk to him. When someone's, um, you know, lifting up your name to other people, that's always the best way to go. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Um, I wanted to touch on as well, you finished an interview last year, which really hit me and stuck with me when you talked about that your purpose in life and you just phrase it so perfectly was to serve. How's that looking? Yeah, well, I guess that comes back to, I guess, what we touched on before because it's like, you know, for 21 years, like I lived life for me, you know. I never even held on to a girlfriend for more than a month and it's cool to like, you know, you, you win a few cool jobs or you might see a, a cool girl for a few weeks or whatever. Like you, you see all these, but again, you, if you're just serving yourself, like what's the point? Like imagine if you had all the money and, this money or anything but imagine you accumulated all these earthly things and then what like you don't have anyone to share it with you don't get to take it into heaven anyway so it's like it kind of hit me when i probably when i came to christ i was like it's not it's not about me anymore you know what i mean and that's like another thing that i'm doing with this netflix series it's like i get to involve like all my mates as much as i'm pulling in favors like showing like getting to like if, if we get this netflix deal i'm saying to everyone i'm like boy so yeah like we're gonna be on Netflix. Like we're gonna, I'm gonna get you a job. Like so, it's like it's not about, it's not about you anymore. And the more like you know, that's why they say like humility is like it's not thinking about, um, it's not thinking less of yourself. It's about just thinking about yourself less. And um, I just find the most purpose and fulfillment in that, like serving my wife, raising my kid, you know, praying for my mates all the time. Like. You know, I run a men's group every Tuesday night. Like, I put on these men's barbecues as well. And it's like... They look mad. I've seen that. Yeah. Oh, they're sick. I'll, I'll let you know next time, man. Like, we literally get, like, 
hundred dudes like up on my rooftop here, like put on a mad, and again, like just put on like mad feast, like always pulled pork, like some, and have some good chats, but like get to share a little message of encouragement. And it's again, not networking. It's not like superficial. It's like just giving back to the boys and like, you know, really letting everyone know that's, you know, we're here. We're all, we're all got struggles. Like we've got struggles every week. There's always stuff. There's always crap happening. But um, just like get around each other, especially, you know, especially the boys and just say, we got you, God's got you. How can we help? How can we serve? Yeah. For sure. Um, I know one of get, getting back on to the, uh, the showbiz life yeah, for yeah. a bit. How was uh, Big Brother? Just, you know, we won't oh, talk about it for hectic. too long, but. Nah, Big Brother's hectic. Would you boys ever do it? Like something like that? I Maybe. I would I, like if I if I could if someone was like go on a game show you can choose anyone you on a game show like a reality show do whatever one you want I would love to give Survivor a crack really yeah because they say that's the most hectic yeah they have they have full lose weight like full oh, yeah. edge so eating ants and beans and yeah whatever. but I I would love to give it a go just to yeah. see how long I could last yeah I don't think I'd win because I don't think I could stab people in the back enough. To like, yeah. And get away with it. Like I feel like I'd start laughing midway through, <laughs> like a like a tribal ceremony yeah. or something. But um, yeah. So how yeah, what was it like? Just like is because like no offense to the Big Brother team, but some parts as a viewer at home yeah. kind of look a little bit scripted. So how did I've wh- heard that before? It's actually there's a, it's actually not like they're in my season because we had the season where everyone like all the past housemates, like all the past winners and stuff came back. So they definitely know how to play the game. Okay. So there's probably that, but there's you don't get producers saying, "Hey, do this do and this. that." Yeah. It's not like the Bachelorette. My mate was on the Bachelorette, and he literally they come up to you in the garden and say, "Hey, you know, he said this about you. We'll go do something more. Why don't you go say to the the chick this?" Like, there's a lot of promptings and stuff like yeah, that. Okay. Even maths is disgusting. But yeah, Big Brother, it's like it's legit. You just in a house. They've got 110 cameras. They just say, "Go for it." So there's that much like. Filming and recording that they'll they'll find a storyline in it. Yeah, true. Yeah. No, you can't drink, can you? Though, uh, nah, it's not like back in the day. This it's could like a, it's a family show now. Yeah, yeah could you get, imagine? Get gross now. <laughs> it would get loose. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's a family. It's more about the games and competing and stuff. Do you find it to be a hard industry to make you know like close friends in? Like, do you have like a super close friend there who's you know prominent in the industry, or do you find that most of your friends are? you know, separate, completely separate um, life to what, you know, you do and stuff. Uh, like from Big Brother or? Or just in general, just like um, acting, acting or, you know, media, DJ yeah. life. Yeah, I got, I got friends in, in all industries. Like, and, and that's the thing, like, especially when I came became a Christian, like I never wanted to just hang out with Christians. Like, what's the point of that? Like, and I love hanging out with Christians because, mate, my mates from church are so encouraging so like how can we help so how can we serve i love that but um you know we're not called to do that as christians we're called to like go out in the world you know what i mean so i love having friends in every you know one of the industries especially like everything i'm learning from christianity i get to share with all my mates and like in big brother like no one knows this like it was never um record it was recorded but it was never on air we had prayer nights every night we had all these guys like because i was struggling in there just missing my wife and one of the boys who's like an Assyrian Christian, Johnson, he's a legend. He comes up, he's like, hey, bro, do you want to pray tonight? I was like, yeah, I'd love that. Like, I didn't have my Bible, didn't have any of this. I was like, love that. We prayed. The next night, one of this, this random yoga teacher comes in. He's like, hey, guys, can I join you? I was like, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> this little dweeb looks like Harry Potter. I'm like, come in, man. Let's, let's pray. <laughs> the next night, we had a few girls. Like, like, by the end of it, we had like 18 people before bed. We're praying for people's problems, praying for this, like... And like, man, some of the guys that don't know God or anything were like waking up and coming up to me in the kitchen like, bro, I just had the best sleep in my life. Like I was so peaceful. And I was like, yeah, what do you think? Yeah. He's like, is that a cigarette? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, so like just to like experience God in all these industries and get to share in all these different networks is the best. Yeah, that's yeah. Matt. Um, I guess thank you so much for your time today. Well, good. Do you have anything? Yeah, different? just what's next for Brenton? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, honestly, it is this show. We yeah. are going to see this show, and like, I want to get you boys somehow part of the show. Like, I will, oh, I will. mate, if this we were filming a season two, like, get the boys in. Like, we'd be there. I've been. This is yeah. the opportunity I've been waiting for. Because, like, sure, we'll get you to interview the cast, but actually, get you in the action. No, I want to. Oh, mate, time, time, yeah. time, location, 
preferably, you know, manly. It's a better area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. No, we travel. I, I seriously like that'd be fun. Huh? I would. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would definitely Garbage do it. Garbage man, if you need just like extras doing weird yeah, stuff, a yeah. tree in the background. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. my guy. I'd make a pretty good rock. Because, <laughs> 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 so. like, you know, I want to be like continuing to write it, hopefully direct it, but like I want to produce the whole thing. So I want to have as much say in creative control as I can. So like yeah. again, I want to bring in like whomever to just create the the, the best show ever and because th- there's another challenge that people aren't talking about is trying to get australian comedy cool again because australians suck at comedy you know? dude like back thank in- you thank you for saying that <laughs> we, ne- we, we need it and we need it bad i'm yeah. oh, actually i'm not gonna say it keep going <laughs> <laughs> like i love a good drama like within they say within great comedy comes great drama like my series has a lot of drama and heartbreaks and stuff but punchy funny lines stupid you know silliness like you know that's what i love and that's what i want to bring to um you know remember chris lilly stuff like yeah yes. that? and he's back on um yeah but he yeah you know like we can only have so much dave hughes like yeah. we need a bit of chris lilly and seriously you know t- towing the line and I love doing that, pushing the like. A few yeah. mates were like, "Ooh, should you have said that?" I'm like, "I don't know. I'm not convicted. Like, yeah. let's let's try." Like the minor vapes. The minor vapes is a bit naughty. I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. No, Chris Lilly. That is like, oh, Angry Boys is just different. That like, was funny, man. Well, my favorite from Tonga. 100%. Yeah. Well, my favorite movie of all time is Tropic Thunder. Oh, I love that. Oh, it's just towing the line in that, there. I yeah. Love that. Oh, that is. That's towing and kicking the line yeah. over. That offends every single yeah, group. Yeah, I ever. love it. So yeah, that's my favorite. But um, and I guess following on from Zach's question, ten years time. Yeah, I know it's tough. I'd um, what do you want? Where where are you? Where where would you where would you like? You come back and watch this and went cool. I I did it or kind of did it. Like goals change, yeah. but I guess in ten years, where do you? Ten years, I want to have three kids. I want to oh. have a girl in there as well. Um, Cute. You know, still living in Cronulla obviously California. and um, just creating my own seasons. Like imagine if we had like, you know, five, six seasons of um, win the morning, win the day. That's what the show's called by the yeah. way. Yeah. Um, imagine if we had, you know, a bunch of seasons on Netflix, had heaps of people involved, had like some big ass actors as well. Like, you know, doing appearances, like that'd be awesome. But um, yeah, I like a simple life. Like I'm not too, you know, I don't care too much on like holidays and, and no. I just love just living around here with my family, going to the beach and just doing what I love, which is like acting and serving, going to church. So it's nice and humble. And then uh, to finish us off, favorite cocktail? <sighs> a chili margarita. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't drink too much, but um, chili, ma- I just, I love a margarita with a hint of spice. So I'm a big margarita guy, but okay. I'm a Tommy's. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah, just a sand. I love a good Tommy's. Yeah. You could have obviously you brought some over, but uh, <laughs> come in here, take my drinks, forget yeah. your thing. Well, it's all thank good. You for that. And we're not technically not getting paid yet. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one day we'll return. We'll be back. Yeah, we'll be for back. Sure. With two a big bottle of tequila. Wow. Yeah. I'll bring the cigars. Let's yeah. go. Let's come on. Do it. Well, Brenton, thank you again so much for having us. Uh, thanks, it's been boys. so much fun. No, I love uh, what you guys are doing. Shout out the socials, just so everyone can go check you out. Uh, just at Brenton Park. How many cameras? We've got about nine cameras yeah, in my kitchen. Just, you choose. <laughs> yeah, just uh, at Brenton Parks um, on YouTube, at Brenton Parks Actor. That's where you'll see the series. So go check it out. It's win the funny. morning, win the day. Yeah, win, win the, the morning, morning win, the day. win the day. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Flex, check, flex, check, flex, check. Diamonds in my fangs. Flex, check, flex, check, flex, check. Flex.